Welcome to Ask the Expert with noted radio host Steve Sleeper. Each week, Steve interviews entrepreneurs and professionals and shares their intriguing stories of success and service. Now, here's radio veteran Steve Sleeper. Our guests today are Josh Fogelman and Eric Von Flattern with FVF Law in Austin, Texas, a personal injury firm committed to helping people make informed decisions by providing free, no-pressure consultations. Josh and Aaron's mission is educating injured Texans so they better understand their options and make informed decisions. They say people first, attorney second. I started by asking Aaron about their firm. First, I want to say Josh and I just love what we do. We each have uh, an interest in humans, and I think for that reason, we uh, get a lot of gratification out of getting people who have been in these bad injury accidents out of some bad circumstances and into a place where they can start something new, kind of the spark of something positive in their lives. And uh, we love to watch that process. It started out with just Josh and I about five years ago. We each had kind of different backgrounds. Josh had clerked at the Texas Supreme Court, which is a high honor for any lawyer. I had spent eight years before law school working in the insurance business, learning how kind of the inside of insurance companies work. And so together we made a good team and we looked at the way personal injury law was being presented in Austin, Texas, and saw a, a huge opportunity to do something better. Uh, what, what everyone else was doing is sort of the cookie cutter billboard approach where you just get as many people herded in like cattle and, you know, try to get as much money uh, for yourself out of those cases. Um, we felt like, you know, we wanted to be a part of the community, uh, something that was meaningful to ourselves and to our families. And so we built a firm that, that really dedicated itself to customer service in a way that we think really no other personal injury firm in Austin and maybe Texas uh, has done. So we treated the business a lot like you know, you might see with Nordstrom's or, or Apple, the customer is always right. We'd bend over backwards, answer our phone at all hours of the night. And of course, from that, we started to get some good traction. You know, clients gave us good reviews and good reception. It started to build a little bit of a following. And so we started adding people. And, and now we're, you know, between 25 and 30 people, depending on the day. And uh, they're all stroking together in this rowboat. And we are excited about where we're going. That's a personal injury law firm. Why do I need an attorney if I've, if I've been in a car accident? This is Josh Fogelman. The way that Aaron and I typically field and answer that question, it's a question that we get pretty frequently, is it's not necessarily that you need a lawyer. You don't have to necessarily hire one. Um, what we always recommend to people, though, is at a minimum that you talk to one. Sometimes it'll turn out that you, it probably is in your best interest to hire one. And sometimes you might get a little bit of advice uh, about how you can possibly handle your case on your own without having to get a lawyer on board and move on down the road. But by talking to a lawyer and why that is so incredibly important is you have to understand that if you've been hurt, you're ultimately probably going to be dealing with an insurance company. Insurance companies are not your friend. Insurance companies are for-profit companies. They do not have your best interest in mind. And what they really want to do at the end of the day to protect their own bottom line is to pay you as little money as they possibly can to get you to go away. By talking with a personal injury lawyer, though, 
you can secure an education about what steps you can take to put yourself in the best position possible to, to be on an equal bargaining position so that you don't get taken advantage of by an insurance company. So talking to a lawyer will have a lot of long-term benefits. Even if you choose not to hire one, it'll, it'll definitely be an advantage uh, for, for a, uh, an injury victim down the road. How do I know if I have a case? The best way to figure out whether you've got a viable case and one that requires or, or, or would be best served with the involvement of a personal injury lawyer is probably to talk to one and to get a little bit of an understanding about what the law says. Um, generally speaking, if you have been hurt by the carelessness of another and you have sustained any, any type of harms or losses, whether they be physical injury to your body or some sort of interruption in your ability to earn a living, you probably do have a case or at least have something that you should reach out to an attorney and talk about so that you can get an evaluation about what you should be doing, uh, what your case might look like, and what kind of pitfalls you might want to avoid. What does it cost to have an attorney represent me in a personal injury case? The standard line that you see on TV is if, if we don't win, you don't pay. And it's kind of cheesy, but that is true. Okay. So the way personal injury law works in almost every circumstance is you're, you're hiring a lawyer essentially on commission. The law requires that if they advance money on your case, say they want to order a police report and it costs $10 or they want to file a lawsuit and that costs $350, they're allowed to be reimbursed those costs in addition to the commission that they're charging you on the case but only if they if they get money from the defendant and they can only be reimbursed out of the money that they secure from the defendant in other words uh you would never receive a bill from a personal injury lawyer if if um they're doing it the normal way there's probably some lawyers out there that will charge you hourly it's a rare thing and it probably be a very uh unique case to justify that otherwise um you're going to owe the lawyer some percentage that you agree upon usually around a third to some lawyers charge as much as 50%. We don't do that at our law firm. The other thing is you're going to probably owe them back some costs. But those are costs that you'd probably incur if you didn't have a lawyer. You know, you might have to order a police report yourself to prosecute your own case. And so um, mainly it's just that percentage fee. What do I do if an insurance adjuster calls me? And when I say insurance adjuster, let's say it's the other guy, you know, who ran into me. What do I do if his insurance guy calls me? Well, the first thing I would recommend is to understand that you're in a vulnerable position. When we're dealing with our neighbors or business associates, we tend to not, you know, we have our guard down. We assume that people are going to be straightforward and uh, fair with us. And that if we say something, they're not going to twist it into some way to, to their advantage. Insurance adjusters are not, you know, per se evil. I used to be one, but I can tell you that good people are only as good as the training that they receive. And that training is coming from a for-profit entity that has really no interest but money. So ultimately, those adjusters believe, even if it's not true, they believe their job is to shortchange you. <laughs> and so if you are talking directly to them, there's a chance that you could, if you have your guard down, uh, say something that could be turned around on you later. My advice is 
just take a breath. There's, you're not going to lose anything by taking a second to call a reputable lawyer, a firm like FDF Law, where we give out as much advice as, we, as a person can possibly stand before they hire us. And we don't want them to hire us unless they feel like they're making an informed decision. You're not going to be pressured. You're all, all you're going to get is some free information that helps you decide whether or not you should talk to that adjuster directly. Otherwise, the lawyers will take over the case and basically uh, do everything for you. Uh, you. You should get concierge service from a good personal injury law firm, and uh, you shouldn't have to be interfacing directly with the insurance company, except for some potentially uh, scheduling and coordination and things like that. We're moving the vehicle and getting the rental car. You might have a few direct dealing uh, instances, but normally the, the lawyers should handle everything. I've been in a car accident. It wasn't my fault. Some guy ran into me. I can get out of the car and move around and everything. Uh, are there some procedures I should keep in mind in case that happens, some things I should do? Right after a car accident, you're, again, in a vulnerable state. You may not know it. You may feel like the person made an honest mistake and that everybody's going to be happy and getting it resolved with each other's insurance companies. But once again, you'd be surprised how many people don't, how many people don't have insurance or maybe they're covering up the fact that they've been drinking or maybe they're going to try to blame you for what happened. Or maybe they're going to interpret you walking around as some sort of sign that you've, you've sworn that you're not injured. You don't need to be paranoid, but you do need to take some reasonable steps to protect yourself. And the first thing is to call the police. Um, I can't tell you how many cases we've had that took longer than they should have because we had to fight with the insurance companies about the, the thing you shouldn't be fighting about, which is what happened. You know, we should all be able to understand that somebody, you know, ran a stop sign and hit this other car. That shouldn't be the fight. And oftentimes it is because the police weren't called and we just don't have an adequate account. Obviously, refraining from giving recorded statements right off the bat until you've had a chance to get informed, which leads into the, the, the point of, you know, call a local personal injury attorney, a reputable firm like FVF Law and just get informed. It's, it's a pretty easy Thing. In 15 to 30 minutes, you can learn everything you need to know to protect yourself. As we're doing this interview, we're a couple of months into the COVID-19 crisis. Josh, uh, are you guys open right now? You know, how do we meet? Yeah, we absolutely are open right now. In fact, we never closed down. Uh, our firm was probably one of the earlier businesses in Austin to go completely remote. Before spring break this year, we closed the office itself and sent all of our employees and our entire team home. But we also provided them with the technology that they needed to be able to handle their cases remotely. Uh, I would say that even before the COVID-19 pandemic, our firm was fairly technologically advanced in our ability to handle things remotely. We have become over the years fluent in our ability to communicate with and coordinate and even meet with prospective clients and existing clients remotely. For years, we have signed most of our clients up and gotten all of the paperwork necessary uh, to and from them without meeting them in person or before meeting them in person. So COVID hasn't really affected that at all. People are having to go through an adjustment period with the decisions that they make about securing medical care uh, and so forth and so on. But we have been able to effectively practice law and assist our clients and prospective clients despite 
uh, some of the hurdles that have been uh, put in our way. With the crisis, do you see it uh, delaying claims? In the short term, we've had a few trials that have been pushed off, right? The, the courts are closing. Uh, they're doing virtual hearings right now. But in the long run, we expect the rhythm to get right back to normal. And that's in part because the insurance companies, just like us, don't want these cases sitting around for too long. It does not help the insurance company's books to have these liabilities stacking up. Um, the older the case, the kind of worse it gets for their bottom line. And so if you spend some time studying how insurance companies' financials work, it's, it's pretty important to them to move these cases. And so unless a trial is necessary, the rhythm of settling these cases ought to be about the same. And obviously, we're going to have to work through the backlog of the ones that were delayed. Josh, uh, Aaron, uh, thanks very much for being on Ask the Expert today. Thank you, thanks Steve. Thanks for listening to Ask the Expert with Steve Sleeper. Join us next time as entrepreneurs and professionals share their intriguing stories of success and service.